Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepard talk about how to build responsibility in your tween. Let's listen in. Can't wait to help parents today with this topic, building responsibility in our tweens. Yeah, and and most people go, who are the tweens? (laughs) I think we know. (laughs) Yeah, they are the ones that are just a little bit younger in their preteens. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're preteen kids. I mean, so that age from 9 until 12. Hey, it used to be 12 and up. Now it's nine and up? Oh, well, you know, I, I think the definition of adolescence by the American Medical Association has increased to the age of 23. <laughs> but I believe this. Immaturity is following our kids into their post-teen years, but influence and exposure is changing the world of our preteens. It means that we need to shift our style of parenting with our younger kids, not so that they don't have a childhood, but one so they learn how to build responsibility to function in the world that they're going to have to live in. So you're going to give us some of those responsibilities? We oh, can I will. Pass on to our tweens? I will. You know, I'm, I'm going to line them out for you because okay. the tendency is when a kid gets nine years old, you just kind of go, well, we'll keep taking care of him. <laughs> you know what, parents? You need to be spending some time developing responsibility in that nine and 10-year-old now because they're going to be faced with some decisions that can change their life over the next couple of years. Now's the time to start. I sense a lot of nodding heads out there on parents listening yeah, right yeah. now. <laughs> they, they may be nodding their heads, but I tell you what, the kids that come and live with us, it's interesting to me that when they start getting into this negative behavior that they're spinning out of control to such an extent that they have to be sent off for part of their adolescent years. It's starting when they're 10 and 11 years old. Got to get you a handle on that. You can't wait until they're 10 to start. You've got to start now. Well, Mark, before we talk more about building responsibility into tweens, let's talk about what a tween is. You said nine, as young as nine? Nine to 12 years old. Isn't that amazing? I met with a nine-year-old girl this past week. Now, I have a nine-year-old granddaughter, but I met with this nine-year-old girl who was struggling with uh, the death of a grandmother. And as I started to share with her, it was interesting to me as she looked in my eyes, I sat there and I thought, I never thought that a 54-year-old man was going to be sitting with a nine-year-old girl and she was intensely looking at me as I was sharing some different things about pressures that come from grief and such. And she was so in tune. The mother came to me later and said, how did you get her to talk to you? And I said, I asked questions. And as I asked questions, I couldn't understand some of her answers about the feelings. She's not old enough to have all the words to describe the feelings that she's going through. So it was just helping her with that. Yeah, but I mean, but she's struggling. She's having a tough time. And I go, wait a minute, what kid in that's nine years old is supposed to be struggling? This is a time that they're supposed to be relaxed and sure. having a blast. I'm still and a kid. When I was nine years old, I couldn't even tie my shoes. <laughs> you know, I didn't know how to struggle. I mean, I there was nothing to struggle about. And yet these kids are being faced with more and more pressure as they are exposed to more and more. Their world is changing. And if we don't change as parents in our parenting style, then we will lose our kids 
kids, to the influence of the world. And then we'll sit back and wonder, well, why are they moving in that direction? You know why? Because we didn't shift as their world shifted as well. So why give them even more responsibility at this stage? Well, you know, I need them to build muscle in their life. I need them to build something in their life that can help sustain them. I mean, if my child is going to be faced with some difficulties about about drugs and sexual connotations and, and issues that I never thought kids would talk about, I mean, think about what kids know about now that they Good didn't know about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Think about the exposure they have on the Internet. Think about when you and I grew up, we had three channels, and in our <laughs> house, only one of them worked, yeah. you know. And, and I look at my TV now at home. I have over 900 channels. Oh. I have every movie there is. I have every electronic gadget that's been made. And I know you do too. Mm-hmm. And and so the transfer of information is amazing. I don't need to ask questions. I can get on the internet and find out anything that I want. That's okay. true for our kids. That's right. That's the world that they live in. And if that's true, then somebody needs to help them process all of that. And we've talked about that before, about how we need to remain engaged to help them process. But the world that they're going to be facing, they're going to need to build up some maturation, some responsible behavior, and learn to make better choices in their life so that when they're faced with the difficulties of what the world will present to them, they will make good choices. And it just means we have to shift things back just a little bit. It's going to be different for different kids, right? Uh, For one nine-year-old, it may be another 11-year-old when we start loading up responsibility. Absolutely. And I tell you, you know, the girls almost need the responsibility a little bit sooner. And that's, that's for a couple of reasons. Girls mature just a little bit faster. But the second part of that is girls have that influence of the sexual nature of kids because style, every kid wants to be in style, But seduction has a way of entering into what these kids wear Mm -hmm. also. It's the influence of pornography. It's influence of the media, of videos, and and all the sexting that goes on and the sexual comments. I think I've said it before. Last year, a young man in second grade ran up to my granddaughter and said, hey, do you want to have sex with so-and-so No. in second grade? And I'm going, where is he getting this? He's just parodying something he heard, isn't he? That's right. That's right. Because he's been exposed also. And so that world's influence is going to expose our kids, and I want them to make better decisions about those things. You say that tweens need to know that their parents are concerned about the issues in their life. That's right. You know, and it's not just failing grades or it's just not how you perform at school. You know, by asking questions, a parent unlocks perhaps uh, the imagination of a child and the world of a child so they can start being exposed to the need for something different in their life. I look at my granddaughter and I think, what does she need? I mean, she's still, you know, we go to Taylor Swift concerts and, <laughs> and she's singing and, and enjoying life and, and she, she still draws and she likes to color. And I mean, there's all those innocent things going on. We still get on horseback and ride and we talk about horses all the time. I mean, it's just cute cute and it's fun. It's about to change. It's about to change. And you know what? I don't like it. I don't agree with it. I think that kids ought to be kids until they're 12 or 13 years old. I hate the loss of innocence, but, but I can't change that. I mean, this tsunami wave of culture that's hit our kids is bowling them over. I mean, I tell people all the time, you, I mean, we all have seen pictures and, and uh, videos of that tsunami wave that hit Thailand years ago. Yes. It is absolutely amazing the force of that, of that tsunami wave that came ashore. You could have been standing 
on the shoreline in a boat with a life jacket on as prepared as you thought you would ever have to be. And you know what? Did no good. You're going to die. I mean, and I think that's how this culture has hit our kids. And when it hits our kids, when they get nine and 10 years old, when they're in the fourth and fifth grade, is the time that we need to start preparing them for that and then make sure that we're there to help them when that wave does hit them to help guide them through those turbulent waters that they're going to have to walk through. All right. How do we begin teaching these these tweeners, these tweens, uh, some responsibility? What, what's a good starting point well, you for know, us? We, we, I think we have to start giving them some some understanding of, of that we're going to require some things from you. Now, if you sit down with your child and say, you know what, I need to share with you that you need to be more responsible so I'm going to give you some chores to do around the house so that you'll be able to handle those things that come your way. You know what? You're wasting your time and you're yeah. going to confuse your child. Yeah. I think what you do is just say, you know what? We're going to, we want you to do some things around the house and we just think it would be good. Well, why do I need to do that? Because everybody has to do those things. Part of this things. family. Yeah, it's being part of the family. And so I think you have to come up with some of those things that you go, okay, here's here's why we need them to do it. Okay, and a lot of parents are going, well, I don't need them to do anything. I don't need them to wash my car. I don't need them to do all these <laughs> I, things. I don't want them doing that, you as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, that's not the purpose. The purpose is to build responsibility. It's not to get something done. It is to build responsibility. How come I was able to throw papers when I was 10 years old? I was able to mow yards. I was able to trim yards. You know, we didn't even have weed eaters back then. You know, I mean, (laughs) it was scissors. It was scissors, you know, and I'm going, why are we trimming this stuff anyway? You know why? Because my dad felt like we needed to be responsible. And so what our generation has done is said, well, that's what I did as a kid. I don't want my kids to have to do that. So I'll do everything for them. And that's why we have all these spoiled, rotten kids that are immature. Now, I'm not down on kids. But we need to be building responsibility into their lives so they can be mature enough to handle what what is being tossed to them by this culture. If you're a parent of a teen, you know that today's teenagers live in a different world than the one you were raised in. That means your style of parenting needs to be very different too. Too many parents parent their teens with principles that come across as authoritarian or judgmental, and such styles just aren't effective anymore. There is a better way, one that helps parents and their teens thrive together in today's culture. In the nine-week video course, Tough Guys and Drama Queens, Mark Regston will give you a new vision of the sort of role they could play in the life of their teens and help them understand the world through the eyes of their children. This course comes with a facilitator's book, a copy of Mark's Tough Guys and Drama Queens book, and a participant's guide. There's even questions at the end of each lesson to help provoke discussion, in case you want to go through the course with your friends, neighbors, or church group. You can order the Tough Guys and Drama Queens curriculum series by visiting ParentingTeenResources.com. Alright, let's get down to brass tacks. What responsibilities do we give to our tweens? Okay, well, I, I want to suggest some to you. Okay, good. You know what? A, a, a man made a comment to me once. He said, you know what? If you want to keep a kid out of trouble, give him an animal. <laughs> and I sat there and I thought, you've got to be kidding me. But, I, but I've seen that to be true. They learn responsibility. They learn they have to feed something. They have to clean up after something. They have to watch over and set boundaries for that animal. And, you know, why do you think animals die in a shorter amount of time than humans do? It's like dogs. It's so that you can experience the fullness of life, the joy of birth, 
and you can watch through through the death of that Never dog. Never thought of it that so way. So that you can learn about life. I mean, it's almost like God created that for us so a child can learn maturity and understand it so that when a grandparent dies, they begin to understand what has happened in their life as they see them age and get old. I mean, I've got an 18-year-old golden retriever at home that's blind and, <laughs> and can't barely bark and can't hear, and my grandkids are learning a lot. I said, watch how I'm treating him. That's how I want you to treat me when I get to that point. I mean, so give him an animal. That'd be one well, thing. Well, you know that conversation takes place. We'll get a dog when you can learn to take <laughs> care right. of it, and then the parent ends up doing the job. That's right. Well, you know what parents are doing? They're rescuing the dog. You know what parents are doing? They're rescuing their kid. Yes. You know what? And what you do? Then get rid of the dog. I mean, help them learn the purpose of the dog, even though you attach to it. All right, that's is to one. Help teach that's them. one idea. What's another? That's right. Tell them to start getting themselves up on their own. Get them an alarm clock. Kids are capable of that at nine years old. So if they miss the school bus, they miss the school bus. They learn and pretty quickly. There, and let there be a consequence for that in some way. They want to get to school. It's their social opportunity. And so usually all it takes is one time of them missing it. Then let them figure out. Let them come to you and ask. And, and if they know that you'll drive them to school if they miss the school bus, that does no good, does That's it? That's right. Well, tell them they need to walk. Well, it's 10 <laughs> miles away. I said, well, wait till it snows. No, but I'm saying they will learn and they will understand. And then you can drive them in. You don't have to be mean to them on yeah. that. And I would not make them walk. I'd take them. Okay, that's two. That's true. Now, let them start sweeping something. Okay, somebody says, well, I don't need you to sweep anything. That's not the point. I want them to learn to sweep off the driveway. I want them to sweep off the porch. I want them to sweep in the house. I want them to sweep the grass. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Sweep something. Learn to expend some time so that they're learning about responsibility. Odd jobs to make money. Wash the car. Vacuum the car out. Let them vacuum within the house. Kids can learn how to do that. Make sure all your good stuff is kind of picked up (laughs) so they don't suck it up. But I mean, but I'm going to knock it over. Let them learn how to do that. Tell them that they need to start help set the table. They can wash dishes. They need to load the dishwasher. They need to unload the dishwasher. They can take out the trash. They can uh, uh, weed the garden. They can, you know, and and you got to teach them, you know, what are weeds and, and, and what the flowers are. I mean, there was a time that, that we had a bunch of kids and I said, y'all need to weed everything. And they just went out and <laughs> they went to town. dug up about $4,000 worth know, of the landscape. Getting all this work done uh, makes me want to have a tween again. I, That's, <laughs> yeah. I don't think the trade-off's that <laughs> okay, good. Right. You know? yeah, I, I'm, I'm back to my senses now. Go ahead That's with your right. list. Get, get them to clean their room. I, and my point is, instead of you cleaning it all the time, get them to vacuum the house. Tell them it's okay to do their own laundry. You know, I mean, quit picking out their clothes. Let them pick out their clothes for themselves. Let them babysit. Babysit who? Well, babysit the dog first off. (laughs) You know, but the other thing, when they get to 10 or 11 years old, you can walk next door and let them babysit. Now, I don't need them to babysit. Okay, well, that's not the point. Mm -hmm. The point is giving them something so you're developing responsibility with them. Shovel snow, rake leaves, you know, pick up trash uh, around the neighborhood. I mean, do whatever. You're giving them something, and they're learning how to accomplish a job that's been given to them. Or send them to my house to do all the above. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, Mark, what's, what's the bottom line? We've talked here about building responsibility into our tweens. What, what do you consider the bottom line the, in all this? The bottom line is this, is the, the need to understand the culture has shifted. Your child is being exposed to things that you were never exposed to. They will need to have muscles of responsibility to get through this time. You'll need 
need to guard their heart, but you'll need to prepare them for the time that this tsunami wave moves their way and starts to affect them. And and don't wait until it hits. Hmm. Be prepared and know that it is coming. And don't step in and rescue them from that responsibility. That's how they're going to that's, that's how they're going to learn. That's right. They will learn and you can reward them. Start giving them an allowance and you say, "Well, I'm paying for my child to do a job." And I go, "That's right." <laughs> and the and the child may look at you, "Well, mom, you're manipulating me." Just say, "That's right." <laughs> you better believe it. You're bribing me, mom. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter whether they understand the the value of it nor the, nor the goodness of it. You want them to learn responsibility. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.